Thank you, Jason. Hey, there? Okay. Good morning. Good afternoon. It's good to be with you all. Uh, I only. Uh, uh, sorry. It's okay. I only told Pastor June I would do this if he gave me the best translator in GCCK. <laughs> I'm not going to just say it. You have to say it. You have to say it. 좋은 통역자를 보내주셔서 감사합니다. Thank you, Lydia, for helping me this morning. Uh, good morning and happy new year to you all. It's good to be with you. 네, happy new year입니다. Uh, my name is AJ. As Jason said, I uh, pastor here at GCC Chantilly. Uh, and I wanted to bring a picture of my family to show you guys. 네, 저는 그리스 언약교회에 속해 있는 파스터 AJ라고 하고요. 지금 이 사진은 저희 가족 사진인데 There's part of them. Uh, <laughs> that's the good part. That's the part you want to see. Well, that's my wife, Michelle. Uh, my youngest, Judah, he's one. And that's uh, half of Levi, who is three years old. And it's my fault it looks like that because I only sent it last night. <laughs> Um, it is really such an honor and a privilege to be here at GCCK uh, this morning. My family loves you guys, and we deeply love your pastors, Pastor Jun and Sangwa. 네, 이 자리에 함께할 수 있어서 정말 큰 기쁨이고 영광이고 어, 저 역시 GCCK를 정말 사랑합니다. Your congregation has brought such life and such joy and such hope and such love to our church. Um, we look up to you in so many ways. 네, 저희 이 그레이스 교회에 정말 큰 사랑과 기쁨을 가져다 주었고 저희 영어권에서도 한어권을 보면서 정말 많은 걸 배웁니다. More often than not, we watch what you do here and go, why don't we do it like that? That's better than the way we do it. 한어권을 보면서 아, 우리도 저렇게 하지 왜 우린 저선 저런 생각을 하지 못했을까 하는 생각을 자주 합니다. But what God is doing here is a testimony to His faithfulness and your faithfulness as well. So thank you for letting me be here this morning. 네, 여러분들 한분한 한 분을 보면서 정말 하나님의 그 신실하심을 어, 보고 있는 것 같습니다. Uh, and I can't go on without giving honor to Pastor June and Sangwa as well, um, who are not just phenomenal pastors, they're phenomenal friends. Uh, and the best pastors are the best pastors because they have a deep love for people, and, uh, and that is who leads this congregation. 네, 그리고 저를 이 자리에 설수 있게 해준 오준 목사님과 이상아 목사님께 감사의 인사를 전하고 싶습니다. So could we just honor them for a moment by round of applause and thank them? I know they're watching online today. Hey, I'll do you proud, I promise. Um, I learned a phrase this week. I'm going to do my best. Happy New Year to you all. Um, I pray that this year for you would be a year of blessing, it would be a year of God's favor on your life, and it would be a year of great faith for you as well. 네, 이번 한해 역시 정말 축복과 주님의 은혜와 믿음이 가득한 한 해이기를 바랍니다. I've thought a lot about what would make 2022 a great year. You know, it seems like at the end of every year, uh, most people lament at how bad the year was. 네, 항상 그한 해의 끝이 되면은 우리가 그한 해가 얼마나 안 좋았는지에 대한 생각을 더 많이 하는 것 같습니다. I saw someone online say, I owe 2020 an apology. 2021 was much worse. <laughs> Which I didn't even think was possible because of how rough 2020 was. And it made me wonder when we would stop putting our faith in the passage of time and start putting our faith in something eternal. 
그래서 생각하게 되었습니다. 우리가 시간과 그 달력에 소망을 두지 않고 영원한 것에 소망을 두면 어떻게 될까? Because I believe if you want to go far in your faith, and if you want to be used to your fullest potential for God, and if you want to experience the fullness of what God has for you, then it's going to take more than just enjoying being in church. It's going to take faith. 네, 우리가 믿음이 성장하고 또 하나님께 완전히 쓰임 받기 위해서는 단순히 교회 가는 것에서 어, 그쳐서는 안될 거라고 생각합니다. And not just any type of faith, but a resilient faith. 네, 저에게 믿음이 필요한데 바로 이겨내는 믿음입니다. So the title of today's message is a resilient faith. 네, 오늘의 제목은 이겨내는 믿음입니다. Let's pray. 기도하시겠습니다. Father God, we love you and are grateful for this opportunity to be here with you. 주님 사랑하고 정말 감사드립니다. Holy Spirit, come and speak through me to your people this day. 성님 오셔서 저를 통해 이 모든 분들에게 이야기를 하여 주시옵소서. That you might be glorified and we might be edified. 하나님께서 영광 받으시옵소서. In Jesus' name we pray. 예수님 이름으로 기도드립니다. Amen. Amen. Angela Duckworth uh, is an author, a TED Talk uh, giver. She wrote a book called Grit. Angela Duckworth라는 저자가 그릿이라는 어, 책을 썼습니다. It's a study on the power of passion and perseverance. 열정과 끈기의 힘에 관한 책입니다. She was a management consultant uh, who left that career to become a seventh grade math teacher in New York City public schools. 원래는 경영 경영 컨설팅을 하시다가 7학년 수학 교수로 이직을 하셨습니다. And she noticed something unique about her students. She noticed that her students with higher IQs weren't always getting the best scores. And the students with the lower IQs often were scoring higher. 그리고 그녀가 어, 알게 된 것은 IQ가 높은 학생들보다 IQ가 낮은 학생들이 성적이 더 좋다는 것입니다. And she became obsessed with answering the question, what makes some of them successful and some of them not successful? 그래서 질문하게 되었습니다. 어떤 학생들은 왜 성공하는 것인가? She studied the question, what's the best indicator of success? Is it talent or is it effort? 그것이 재능인지 아니면 노력인지 그것이 궁금해졌습니다. We often think talent. We think that those who are naturally talented have some divine gift from God that we could never, we could never have. 우리는 재능을 되게 보고 신기하게 생각을 하죠. Think I could never play basketball like LeBron James. He's just too talented. LeBron James라는 농구 선수처럼 내가 절대로 농구를 할 수는 없을 거야라고 생각을 합니다. I could never play baseball like Babe Ruth. He's just too talented. 그리고 Babe Ruth처럼 야구를 할 수도 없을 거라고 생각을 합니다. I could never preach like Pastor June. He's just too talented. 절대로 오준 목사님과 같이 설교를 할수 없을 거야라고 생각합니다. But I'm going to try. 노력하겠습니다. Her study showed that where talent counts once, effort counts twice. 네, 이분의 어, 조사 결과에 따르면 재능 한 번에 노력은 두 배가 된다는 걸알수 있었습니다. And she described this intangible quality that leads to success as grit. 네, 그리고 그, 노력, 그 어, 성공을 하는 데 있어서 필요한 것은 그릿이라고 이분은 표현을 합니다. She defines grit as a sustained effort towards a goal. And she reveals that it is the biggest indicator of achievement. 그릿은 목표를 위해 한결같은 노력을 유지하는 거라고 이분은 말씀하고 계십니다. She says grit is passion plus perseverance. 그릿은 열정 plus 그리고 끈기입니다. And I'm fascinated by this topic and this story because I love an underdog. I love rooting for the little guy. 
저는 이 타픽이 정말 흥미롭다고 생각을 하는데 저는 언더독이라는 약한 자가 강한 자를 이기는 그런 스토리들을 굉장히 좋아합니다. I love knowing that although I might not be the most talented person in the world, if I would work really hard, I might be able to accomplish something great in this earth. 제가 이 세상에서 가장 재능 있는 사람은 아니지만 노력하고 열심히 한다면 꼭 성공해 내리라고 믿습니다. And for us as believers, the question about our grit or our resilience becomes a major part of our day-to-day life because the level of resilience that we bring to our faith will dictate whether we survive, thrive, or die. 네, 우리가 믿는 사람들로서 이겨내는 것은 우리가 살아가는 데 있어서 굉장히 중요합니다. 이 이겨내는 믿음에 따라 우리가 생존하는지 번창하는지 아니면 그 믿음이 죽는지가 결정되기 때문입니다. The level of resilience we have will dictate whether we survive, whether we just make it day to day, whether we just get by enough to see tomorrow. Whether we thrive, whether we step into the fullness that God has for us in our lives. Or whether we allow our faith to die because the pressures of the world are too great that we kind of just throw in the towel and call it quits. 네, 그 이겨내는 믿음에 따라 우리가 그냥 하루하루를 생존하는지, 아니면 정말 하나님의 뜻에 따라 온전한 삶을 사는지, 아니면 우리의 그냥 포기함으로써 믿음을 버리는지가 나타나기 때문입니다. And I believe that having a resilient faith is what's going to help you have the best year of your life in 2022, regardless of what happens to you. 네, 2022년에도 어떤 일이 있던지 간에 우리가 이겨내는 믿음이 있다면 이번 해에도 성공하리라고 믿습니다. So I want to show you how to have a resilient faith through the life of the apostle Paul. And so if you would turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 21. 네, 사도 바울을 통해 어떻게 하면 우리가 이겨내는 믿음을 가질 수 있는지 보도록 하겠습니다. 고린도 후서 11장 21절로 펴시겠습니다. But first a little bit of background about Paul that you may or may not know. 네, 사도 바울의 배경을 좀 말씀해 드리겠습니다. Paul was a persecutor of Christians who was then converted by Christ and he became the greatest apostle and builder of the Christian church. 사도 바울은 기독교인들을 박해했던 사람으로서 예수님을 만나 개종되어 어, 하나님의 교회를 짓는 정말 가장 훌륭한 제자로 성장하였습니다. He trades in doing the persecuting to being the one who's persecuted. 박해를 하는 사람이었지만 오히려 박해를 받는 사람으로 변하게 됩니다. And even the people in his own church even persecuted him. They doubted him, they challenged him, they questioned him, and they looked to other leaders to guide them. 네, 이 자기의 교회에서마저부터 거절을 당하고 또 의심을 받고 싸움을 걸기 시작했습니다. And here in this passage in 2 Corinthians he responds to his critics. 그래서 어, 고린도후서에 바울이 자신의 교회로 편지를 씁니다. It's a long passage, so let's read it now. 2 Corinthians 11, verses 21 through 29 says this. But whatever anyone else dares to boast of, I am speaking as a fool. I also dare to boast of that. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they offspring of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am a better one. I am talking like a madman. With far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings and often near death. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes, less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea. 
on frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, dangers from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers in toil and hardship through many a sleepless night in hunger and thirst, often without food in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to fall and I am not indignant? 네, 마지막 세 구절만 읽겠습니다. 또 수고하며 애쓰고 여러 번 자지 못하고 줄이며 목마르고 여러 번 굶고 춥고 헐벗었노라. 이 외의 일은 고사하고 아직도 날마다 내 속에 눌리는 일이 있으니 곧 모든 교회를 위하여 염려하는 것이라 누가 약하면 내가 약하지 아니하며 누가 실족하게 되면 내가 애타지 아니하더냐. I'm going to read one more passage of scripture. If you turn over to 2 Corinthians 12, so just one chapter over, I'm going to read three more verses, verses 7 through 10. 네, 고린도 후서 12장 7절부터 10절까지 읽겠습니다. Verse 7 says this. So to keep me from being conceited, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 네, 9절 10절 읽도록 하겠습니다. 나에게 이르시기를 내 은혜가 내게 조카도다. 이는 내 능력이 약한 데서 온전하여짐이라 하신지라. 그러므로 도리어 크게 기뻐함으로 나의 여러 약한 것들에 대하여 자랑하리니 이는 그리스도의 능력이 내게 머물게 하려 함이라. 그러므로 내가 그리스도를 위하여 약한 것들과 능력과 궁핍과 박해와 공고를 기뻐하노니 이는 내가 약한 그때의 강함이라. The resilience that we bring to our faith will determine whether we survive, thrive, or die. And I want to talk about what it means to be resilient in four areas. 네, 이겨내는 믿음은 우리가 생존하느냐, 번창하느냐, 아니면 죽느냐가 달려있습니다. 그리고 그것을 표현할 수 있는 네 가지 부분이 있습니다. I want to talk about physical resilience, 건강, mental resilience, 정신, 생각, emotional resilience, 감정, and spiritual resilience. But before we do that, we've got to see where Paul begins because Paul begins this passage speaking about his identity. 그 전에 바울은 이 구절 속에서 자신의 신분에 대해서 먼저 이야기를 합니다. Because if you're going to have a resilient faith, you need to first be rooted in your identity. 이겨내는 믿음을 가지려면 나의 신분을 정확히 알아야 합니다. Paul lists his credentials. He says, I'm a Hebrew, I'm an Israelite, I'm a son of Abraham, and I'm a servant of Christ. 네, 바울이 말합니다. 나는 히브리인이고, 이스라엘인이고, 아브라함의 후속이고, 그리스도의 일꾼이니라. He establishes who he is in God. 내가 하나님 안에서의 누구인지를 확실히 얘기합니다. So what about you? Who are you in God? 여러분은 하나님 안에 누구입니까? The Bible says, you are the redeemed of the Lord. 하나님께서 여러분은 구원받았다고 얘기합니다. We're going to go back and forth. It's going to be fun. 
The Bible says you are a child of God. You are a co-heir of Christ. And you have been adopted by God. And that there's nothing you can do to lose your status with him. That is who you are in him. If you have professed faith in Christ, if you call him Lord and Savior of your life, then your identity is rooted in that. And your identity is secure in Him. 여러분들이 예수 그리스도를 내 주의 뭐 주인 내 삶의 주인으로 받아들이셨다면 내 신분은 그분께 속하였기 때문에 그것이 안전합니다. And nothing that happens from this point forward can change that. 그리고 앞으로 어떤 일이 있든 그것은 바꾸 바뀌지 않습니다. And can we thank God for that, Bible? 하나님께 감사 인사드립시다. First thing I want to talk about is physical resilience. 첫 번째로 육체적 공격에 대해 이야기하고 싶습니다. Paul describes the physical pain and turmoil that he experienced in his life. 바울이 살면서 겪은 육체적 고통을 이야기하고 있습니다. He says he got the 39 lashes five times. 39번의 채찍질을 다섯 번이나 맞았다고 합니다. Beaten with rods three times. 막대기로 세 번이나 맞았습니다. Stoned once. 돌로 맞았습니다. You're, you're only supposed to get stoned once. Being stoned is supposed to kill you. And yet the lists go on. 네, 돌로는 한 번만 맞아도 충분한데 어, 여기서 죽, 끝나지 않고 더 많이 있습니다. He was shipwrecked three times. 세번 파손을 당합니다. He was adrift at sea. 바다에서의 삶이 있습니다. And in danger from rivers, robbers, in the city, in the wilderness, at sea, he was thirsty, hungry, cold, and exposed. 네, 또 강도 그 외에도 광야에서의 어, 목마른 굶주림이 있습니다. In addition to affirming his identity, Paul responds by saying, "Look at how much I have suffered for Christ." 내가 예수를 위해 고난 받은 것을 보라. And I wonder what physical difficulties are you facing today? 여러분은 어떤 고난을 어, 겪고 계십니까? Whether it's an illness, 질병입니까? Whether it's chronic pain in your body, 아니면 통증이십니까? Something that's undiagnosed, 알수 없는 병입니까? Maybe experiencing infertility. Our bodies are at war with our souls. 우리의 몸은 우리의 영혼과 싸움에 있습니다. Because our souls are eternal. 우리의 영혼은 영원하기 때문입니다. But our bodies are temporary. 하지만 우리의 몸은 영원하지 않습니다. During the first service this morning, my left hand just started hurting, just started aching for no reason at all. 오늘 아침 제가 예배를 드리는데 제 왼손이 그냥 아프기 시작했습니다. Why? <laughs> we all experience very real and very present physical pain through our lives. And I want you to know that you're not alone in that. So how do we thrive in our faith when we're facing physical difficulties? Well, faith says, I know that God can heal me. And that's a good thing. That's a good kind of faith to have. 믿음은 말합니다. 하나님은 나를 치유하실 수 있어. 그리고 그거는 굉장히 좋은 믿음입니다. But a resilient faith. A resilient faith says, I will love him the same with or without the pain. 네, 그렇지만 이겨내는 믿음은 말합니다. 그 고통이 있건 없건 나는 하나님을 사랑할 것이다. Faith knows that God can but resilient faith trusts in God's will. 
근데 믿음은 하나님이 하실 거라고 믿지만 이겨내는 믿음은 하나님은 하실 수 있어라고 말합니다. Faith says, God, you can heal me, but a resilient faith says, and I will love you even if you don't. 믿음은 하나님이 나를 치유하실 수 있어라고 말하지만 이겨내는 믿음은 하나님이 나를 치유하시지 않더라도 믿겠습니다라고 말합니다. Our first question this morning is how do we respond to physical pain? 어떻게 우리가 육체적 고통에 반응을 할수 있을까요? But we don't stop there. 거기서 멈추지 않습니다. Paul goes on to say, apart from all of that, there is the daily pressure on me and my anxiety for all of the churches. 네, 바울이 말합니다. 이 모든 고통 외에도 나는 날마다 교회에 대한 염려와 불안함이 있다. This is point number two, mental resilience. 두 번째입니다. 정신적 싸움입니다. Perhaps you won't be shipwrecked or in danger of robbers and rivers this morning, but I'm guessing you can relate to the feeling of pressure and anxiety. 네, 여러분은 오늘 뭐 파산을 당하거나 어, 강도를 맞지는 않겠지만 그래도 우리 모두가 다 공감할 수 있는 것은 다 우리 불안함과 압박감에 살고 있다는 것입니다. Paul describes the mental battle that he fights. The fear, the insecurity, the worry, the anxiety, all of the pressure that he feels. Did you know that Paul feels the same things that you feel? 네, 여러분들이 겪고 있는 그런 불안함과 걱정 같은 모든 정신적 싸움을 바울도 겪었습니다. And consider the pressure he faced. He went from being a persecutor to the church to being the builder of the church. Establishing congregations all over and he felt responsible for their success. 네, 바울은 박해를 하는 사람에서부터 교회를 세우는 사람으로 바뀜으로써 정말 여러 곳에 교회를 세우면서 그 과정 가운데 많은 불안함을 느꼈습니다. And I'm sure uh, he felt the way that many of us feel about things that we face in our lives. Like, if I don't do this right, if I don't get this right, everything is going to fall apart. 우리도 그런 걸 느낄 때가 있습니다. 이걸 내가 제대로 하지면 다 무너질 것이다. The church of Christ will fall. It's riding on me. My family's health is riding on me. My success and career, it's all on, it's all on me. 나의 성공과 또 건강 모든 게 나에게 있다라는 불안함을 느낍니다. Do you ever play the what if game? What if 만약에 게임이란 할거 하시나요? What if what if it goes wrong? What if I fail? What if I miss out? What if I should have gone the other way? What if, what if, what if, what if it brings pressure, it brings anxiety, it brings mental anguish? You see, the question isn't, does God know my thoughts? The question is, can I trust him with them? 네, 질문은 하나님이 내 생각을 아실까가 아니라 내 생각을 가지고도 내가 하나님을 믿을 수 있을까입니다. So how do we thrive in our faith and have a resilient faith in the face of mental pain? 그리고 이 정신적 고통 가운데서 그럼 우리가 어떻게 하면 이겨내는 믿음을 가질 수 있을까요? Well, faith says I know God can free me. 믿음은 말합니다. 하나님이 날 자유케 하실 수 있어. But a resilient faith says, I will trust God with every thought that I have, every moment of every day. 이겨내는 믿음은 말합니다. 그 어떤 모든 순간에도 나는 하나님을 믿을 거야. And those of you who have battled mental health know that that is a hard thing to do. 이 중에 정신적 고통을 받으신 분들이 계신다면 그게 얼마나 어려운 일인지 아실 겁니다. But here's the thing. 
God already knows every thought before you think them. He knows every hair that is on your head. 그렇지만 하나님께서는 나의 모든 생각과 심지어 나의 머리카락 개수까지도 다 알고 계십니다. He knows how you feel and he knows how what you're facing makes you feel. He knows the pressure, he knows the anxiety. So the question is, will you trust him with that? 하나님께서는 여러분들이 느끼는 모든 감정과 생각을 다 알고 계시는데 여러분께서는 그런 하나님을 믿으실 수 있습니까? And you can take solace in knowing that the greatest apostle in Christian history faced the same pressure and the same anxiety that you face day to day. 정말 그 위대하고 훌륭했던 바울마저도 우리들이 지금 겪고 있는 똑같은 고통을 겪고 있습니다. But Paul doesn't stop there. 바울은 거기서 멈추지 않습니다. He goes on to experience the emotional pain that he feels. 또 바울은 더 나아가 감정적 고통을 느끼게 됩니다. This is the third point, emotional resilience. 세 번째입니다. 감정적 고통. He says I'm in danger from my people, I'm in danger from Gentiles, I'm in danger from false brothers. 나는 내 사람들, 이방인 그리고 거짓된 형제들로부터도 위협을 받고 있다. Here's what you've got to remember about Paul. Nobody wanted him at first. 우리가 바울에 대해서 기억해야 할 것은 그 누구도 그를 원치 않았습니다. He abandoned his Jewish brethren, the Pharisees. 네, 바울은 그 유대인 바리새인들을 버리고 and joined the Christians that he was persecuting. 자신이 박해했던 그 기독교인들에게 갔습니다. Why would either side trust him? 왜그 어떤 사람들도 바울을 믿지 않았을 것입니다. Why would either side embrace him? 그 누구도 바울을 받아주지 않았을 것입니다. Why would anybody listen to him? 누가 그를 들어줄까요? And yet Paul goes on his mission anyways. 그래도 바울은 합니다. Because he was so radically transformed by Christ, it didn't matter what pain and rejection he would face, he knew it was worth it. 복음으로 변화되었기 때문에 그 어떠한 고통도 바울을 막을 수는 없었습니다. Even the people he traveled with rejected him. They insulted him and they persecuted him even from within his inner circle at times. 심지어 바울과 함께 여행을 했던 자들마저도 그를 모욕하고 어, 싸움을 걸었습니다. And I don't think we should underestimate how much man can hurt us emotionally. 사람이 사람에게 줄수 있는 그런 감정적 상처를 우리가 과소평가해서는 안 됩니다. And that type of emotional pain can have a really profound impact on our lives if we never stop to address it and to heal from it. 그런 감정적 상처가 우리 삶 가운데 정말 깊게 남을 수 있습니다. Becoming emotionally healthy is one of the most important things a person can do because throughout our lives we deal with so much emotional hurt, with so much relational pain, and so few of us have ever learned to deal with it. 우리가 감정적으로 건강한 것이 정말 중요합니다. 왜냐하면 우리가 살아가면서 관계적으로나 정말 많은 고통을 느끼기 때문입니다. And yet worse than sickness and worse than physical pain is the emotional scars that the people closest to us can leave on us. 나의 주위 사람들로부터 받는 감정적 고통이 때로는 우리 육체적 고통보다 더 심할 때가 있습니다. Because nobody can hurt you like family. 가족만큼 우리에게 상처 주는 사람도 없습니다. And nobody knows how to wound you closer than a friend. 친구만큼 상처 주는 사람도 없습니다. And nobody knows how to let you down better than your church sometimes. 여러분의 교회마저도 당신에게 상처를 줄수 있습니다. It's been said that the greatest source of offense is unmet expectations. 네, 가장 큰 악의 원천은 기대에 미치지 못하는 것이라는 말이 있습니다. We expect family to love us unconditionally. 
We expect friends to always be there for us. We expect our church to meet our every need. 가족, 친구, 교회에게 사랑을 받기를 원하지만 And yet they rarely ever do. 그러지 못할 때가 많습니다. So let me help you with your expectations this morning. 네, 그런 기대감에 여러분에게 도움을 줄, 드리고 싶습니다. Man will let you down. 사람이 여러분을 실망시키실 것입니다. Your friends will let you down. 친구들이 실망시킬 것입니다. Your family will let you down. 가족의, 가족이 실망시킬 것입니다. And even your church may let you down. 교회마저도 여러분에게 실망을 드릴 수 있습니다. Never on purpose. Not on purpose. But it's because your family and your friends and your pastors and your church are all made up of the same thing. People. 네, 절대로 일부러 그러는 것은 아니지만 이 모든 것은 결국엔 사람으로 만들어졌기 때문입니다. And in Jeremiah, he says that the heart is desperately sick and wicked above all else. 예레미야가 말합니다. 우리의 마음은 정말 아프고 악하다. All of us face the same battles of sin and selfishness and pride. 우리 모두 다 죄악 그리고 이기심 또한 자존심에 대해 어려움을 겪습니다. And these are the ripple effects of our internal sin nature spilling out over one another. 우리의 그 죄악이 다른 여러 사람 주위 사람들에게 흘러나가는 것입니다. So when man lets us down, let us be slow to see ourselves as the offended and let us be quick to see ourselves as co-heirs with Christ, knowing that the same grace that you need every day, they need every day as well. 그래서 우리가 실망을 받았을 때 나는 피해자라고 결단 짓지 말고 우리가 예수님과 함께 상속을 받을 자들로서 그 사람들도 내가 받은 은혜가 필요하다고 생각하면 좋을 것 같습니다. Remember, we must respond out of our identity. 우리의 신분을 생각하며 우리가 반응을 해야 합니다. So let us respond in those moments as ministers of the gospel. As ones responsible for coming alongside our brothers and sisters instead of accusing them, instead of abandoning them, instead of blaming them. Let us respond as Jesus did when he was accused and he was rejected and he was blamed. 네, 예수님이 거절당하시고 조롱당하셨을 때처럼 우리가 실망을 했다고 그들을 비판하고 비난하는 것이 아니라 복음을 받은 자들로서 반응을 하면 좋겠습니다. Because God has called us to have unity. So we can't settle for anything less than that. And Jesus in John 17 prays earnestly to the Father that we might be one as he and the Father are one. And if that is Jesus' prayer for us, we ought to be the ones who answer that prayer. 하나님은 우리를 하나 되게 부르심으로 우리가 그 이하의 것에 만족해서는 안 됩니다. So the question isn't when we face emotional pain, can they be forgiven? The question is, am I willing to forgive them again? 질문은 그들이 용서받을 수 있는가가 아닌 내가 그들을 다시 한번 또 용서할 수 있을까입니다. Because Jesus doesn't say forgive seven times. He says forgive 70 times seven times. 예수님께서 말씀하십니다. 일곱 번 용서하지 말고 어, 70번 용서하라. So how do we thrive in our faith when we are facing emotional difficulties and pain? Well, faith says, God, you can mend my heart. But a resilient faith says, God, I can forgive them and I can bless them because you're the one who holds my heart in your hands. 
믿음은 말합니다. 하나님이 나의 상한 마음을 고쳐주실 수 있어. 하지만 이겨내는 믿음은 나는 그들을 용서하고 그뿐만 아니라 축복할 것이다 라는 믿음입니다. Faith is good, but resilient faith is what you need to thrive in this next year. 믿음도 너무나 좋지만 이겨내는 믿음이 있어야만 우리가 올한 해를 번창하면서 살아갈 수 있습니다. There's another type of pain that we can feel towards God even. It's the fourth point. I want to talk about spiritual resilience. 또 우리가 하나 느낄 수 있는 고통 중에 특히 하나님을 향해 느낄 수 있는 고통은 영적인 고통입니다. 2 Corinthians 12. I'm just going to reread those verses. Paul says this. He says, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, and my power, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 고린도 후서 12장 8절입니다. 육체의 가시고 사탄의 사자를 주셨으니 이는 나를 쳐서 너무 자만하지 않게 하시려고 내가 세번 죽게 간과하였더니 나에게 이르시기를 내 은혜가 내게 조카도다 이는 내 능력이 악한 데서 온전하여 짐이라. There's a level of spiritual pain that we can feel towards God sometimes. 어, 우리가 하나님께 하나님을 향하여 느낄 수 있는 영적인 고통이 있습니다. And it's not that we have a thorn in our side. It's not that we have something we struggle with. That's not the pain. 우리의 몸에 뭐 가시가 있는 그런 그런 개념이 아닙니다. The pain is that we have a thorn that God would choose not to remove from us. 그건 바로 어, 내 안에 있는 가시를 하나님이 어, 없애지 않으신다는 것입니다. That we could cry out and pray, God, this thorn in my side, this pain that I experience day by day, week after week, God, I can't go on with it anymore, and I need you, Lord, to just take it from me, to just heal me from it, to mend my heart, to fix my mind, to relieve me of what I feel. And a holy and a righteous God, in His divine wisdom and His just love, would look at you and say, No. 우리가 아무리 그 가시를 없애달라고 울부짖고 기도를 해도 하나님께서는 그 뜻에 의하여 그 가시를 일부러 빼내지 않으실 때가 있습니다. There is a pain that we can feel for prayers that have gone unanswered for far too long. 응답받지 않은 기도에 대한 아픔이 있습니다. Because how can a loving God listen to a prayer like that and not say, "I'll take that thorn from you." 어떻게 이렇게 사랑이 많으신 하나님께서 그런 울부짖는 기도를 듣고도 안 된다고 하실까요? It's a spiritual pain many of us feel when we feel like God doesn't see us, God doesn't care about me, God doesn't even hear me. 하나님께서 내 기도를 듣지도 않으시고 나와 함께하지 않는다고 느낄 때 느끼는 것은 영적인 고통입니다. I wonder what offenses you might be carrying against God Himself. 여러분은 지금 이 시간 하나님께 어떠한 불만이 있으십니까? The pain isn't why do I have to fight it. The pain is, why won't you release me from it? 고통은 내가 왜 싸워야 하지가 아니라 왜 이것을 가져가지 않으실까입니다. Last year, we had one of our pastors um, get attacked by a member of our congregation. 네, 작년에 저희 그레이스에 속해 있는 목사님 중이, 중에 공격을 당하셨던 분이 있습니다. He was stabbed in the chest and rushed to the hospital, and thankfully. Um, the wound itself wasn't lethal. 
네, 가슴에 칼을 찌르는 사고가 있었는데 다행히도 그렇게 심각하진 않았습니다. Yet that wound got infected. That infection spread. The antibiotics to that caused more problems. And for four weeks, we prayed and prayed and prayed that God would deliver and heal this man. 하지만 그 상처에 염증이 생겨서 어, 저희 교회 모든 스태프들이 한달 동안 열심히 기도하고 울부짖었습니다. And you wonder why would it continue to get worse when we were praying that it would get better? 그리고 생각하게 됩니다. 우리가 이렇게 열심히 기도를 하는데 왜더 나아지지 않지? What is gained by praying for the life of a loved one and a friend? 사랑하는 사람을 위해 우리가 기도는 왜 하는 것일까요? And how do you navigate what's in your soul as you watch your brother slowly slipping away? 그리고 그 형제가 이렇게 고통받는 것을 보면서 우리 영혼 가운데 어떤 생각을 해야 할까요? It's easy in moments like this to get mad at God. 그런 순간들 우리가 하나님께 불만을 갖는 것입니다. You know, Paul was a was a faithful apostle of God. He was a true convert of the faith. 바울은 정말 신서, 어, 신실한 제자였습니다. If anybody deserved an answered prayer, it was Paul. 충분히 어, 기도 응답을 받을 만한 자격이 있었습니다. And Paul says, three times I cried out, God, would you remove this thorn from my side? And three times, God did not heal him. 바울이 말합니다. 나는 세번 울고 부졌지만, 울, 어, 세번 울부졌지만 하나님께서는 그세번다 대답하지 않으셨다. But you see, the thing for Paul was this. The unrelenting pain was the thing that produced an unrelenting faith. 하지만 바울은 그 고통 속의 인내가 바로 인내의 믿음을 키운 것입니다. The very pain we feel, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, is the pain we need to produce a resilient faith in our souls. 바로 우리가 겪는 그 육체적, 정신적, 감정적 그런 이런 영적인 고통이 우리가 이겨내는 믿음을 갖기에 필요한 것들입니다. It kept Paul from becoming prideful, from becoming conceited, from becoming self-absorbed. 바로 그것들이 바울이 건방해지지 않, 건방져지지 않도록 도와주었습니다. Because although he would help to be uh, to establish the church, he was the rock upon which Christ would build his church. He wrote the majority of the New Testament itself, and even though he did all of that, Paul knew it's not by my power or my ability or my strength. 바울은 예수님이 교회를 세운 반석 같은 존재였지만 바울은 그럼에도 불구하고 내가 한 것이 아니라 다 예수님께서 하셨다라고 말하고 있습니다. So how do we thrive in our faith when we are facing spiritual difficulties? 이런 영적인 고통 가운데서 우리가 어떻게 이겨내는 믿음을 가질 수 있을까요? Because faith says God cares about me. 믿음은 말합니다. 하나님은 날 돌보아 주셔. But resilient faith says I will continue to fight this battle day by day while God produces a good work in me. 하지만 이겨내는 믿음은 말합니다. 내가 선한 일을 내 안에 선한 일을 행하시는 하나님을 믿고 나는 계속해서 싸워 나갈 것이다. Remember our souls are eternal. Our bodies are temporary. 우리의 영혼은 영원하지만 우리의 몸은 영원하지 않습니다. And here's the reality that Jesus spells out for us in John 16:33. He says, in this world, you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. 
요한복음 16장 33절에 말합니다. 세상에서는 너희가 환난을 당하나 담대하라 내가 세상을 이기었노라 하시니라. Each one of us is in a spiritual battle every day and the enemy is on the attack. He is coming. He does not relent and he does not care about you. 여기 있는 모든 분들 다 영적 싸움을 하고 있습니다. 사탄은 우리를 가만히 두려고 하지 않습니다. The Bible says he prowls around like a roaring lion seeking something to devour. 성경은 말합니다. 맹렬한 사자와 같이 우리들에게 다가오고 있다. This is why Paul tells us put on the full armor of God. 그래서 바울이 말합니다. 하나님의 전신 갑주를 입어라. 2022 is going to have tribulations. 2022년도 어려운 일이 있을 것입니다. You're going to be tempted at the end of the year to say, "Wow, this year was worse than last year." 네, 올 한해도 마지막이 된다면 아, 작년보다 더안 좋았네라고 말하실 수 있습니다. There is going to be things you go through this year that you wish you didn't have to go through. 겪고 싶지 않은 일을 겪으셔야 할 수도 있습니다. But here's the good news. When we face the reality of our upcoming trials, we remember what Jesus said when he says, "My grace is sufficient for you, and you can take courage because I've already overcome everything that you will face in your life." 하지만 그 순간 우리가 기억해야 할 것은 하나님께서 말씀하신 내 은혜가 그걸로 충분하다, 족하다라는 말씀이십니다. When Paul cries out to God three times to take away his thorn, Jesus says, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in your weakness." 바울이 세번 울부짖을 때 하나님께서 말씀하십니다. 내 은혜가 내게 족하다, 내 능력이 약한 데서 온전함이라. Listen, we find grace when we realize we are not enough. I can't do it on my own. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. I am not enough. That is when we find grace in Jesus. 우리가 부족하다고 느끼고 혼자 할수 없을 것이라고 느낄 때 그때 바로 우리는 은혜를 찾게 됩니다. And when we realize we are not enough, that's when we acknowledge our weaknesses. 그 우리가 부족하다고 우리는 할수 없다고 느낄 때 우리는 부족함을 찾게 됩니다. And it's right there in our weaknesses that God's power is perfected in us, because God can only fill up an empty vessel. 그리고 그 약함 가운데 하나님의 능력이 온전해지고 또그 가운데서 우리가 모든 것을 비워내기 때문입니다. As we start this new year, we've got to ask ourselves, what am I holding on to? What am I filling myself up with? Pride, ambition, shame. Insecurity, fear. What is it that I am allowing to fill up my soul with? 지금 내 영혼은 어떤 것으로 가득 차 있습니까? 불안함입니까? 걱정입니까? 그것을 올 한해를 시작하면서 생각해봐야 할것 같습니다. Because it's only when we empty ourselves that God can truly perfect His power in us. When we are empty, then God can fill us, and when He fills us, His power is perfected within us. Because the only thing imperfect about His power is us. 우리가 비워져야만 하나님의 능력으로 그것을 채울 수 있고 또 그게 능력이 채워져야만 우리가 그 온전함을 경험할 수 있기 때문입니다. So here's what I've learned about the kingdom of God: that what produces success in this world is not what produces success in the kingdom of God. 우리가 이 세상에서 우리에게 주는 그런 성공은 하나님 나라에는 적용되지 않다는 걸알수 있었습니다. Angela Duckworth's research doesn't really apply in the kingdom of God. 
That if we would just persevere, if we would just be strong enough, if we would just try hard enough, then we'll be successful. That doesn't apply in the kingdom. 엔젤라 덕워스의 조사처럼 우리가 열정과 노력과 인내만 있으면 성공할 수 있다라는 조사 결과는 하나님의 나라에는 적용되지 않습니다. Our tendency is to think we can become successful by trying harder, but resilience is not effort. Resilience is found in surrender. 우리가 노력하면 된다고 생각하지만 이겨내는 믿음은 노력하는 것이 아니라 바로 내려놓는 것입니다. Paul says resilience is this. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. 네, 바울이 말합니다. 내 약함을 자랑하리라 그래야지 하나님의 능력이 임하기 때문이다. Resilience in your faith and in your life will show itself when we begin to boast in our weaknesses. 네, 그래야지 이겨내는 믿음이 우리 삶 가운데 나타나기 시작할 것입니다. Because it's in your weakness. That you can truly realize God's perfect power, and perfect power produces a perfect strength. 네, 여러분의 약함 가운데 하나님의 온전하심이 드러나고 그 온전함 가운데 우리에게 힘이 오기 때문입니다. When we are in the place of our greatest need before God, when we deal with the physical pain that doesn't seem to get healed, when we face the emotional pain that just seems to hurt too long. The mental pain that we just can't seem to find freedom from, or the spiritual pain we're still navigating with God. When we find ourselves battling and facing those things, there's a point we must come to where we go, God, I don't, I don't have it anymore. I don't have the faith or the ability. 네, 우리가 이 모든 감정적, 육체적, 그리고 영적인 정신적 고통들을 지나갈 때 우리가 해야 할 것은 하나님께 나아가 저는 할수 없습니다, 부족합니다라고 고백하는 것입니다. But if I could just have your grace, that would be sufficient for me. 하지만 하나님의 은혜만 있다면 그것으로 충분합니다. You can leave the pain, but don't take your grace. 고통은 그만 그냥 두셔도 은혜는 가져가지 마십시오. You can have whatever you want from me, God, but just don't take your grace from me. Because I know your grace is all that I need, and your grace is sufficient for me. So please, God, above all else, take what you need, but leave your grace. 저에게 필요한 모든 것을 가져가셔도 좋지만 은혜만큼은 그냥 저에게 주시옵소서 그 은혜로 충분합니다라고 고백하는 것입니다. Do you know the power in that statement? You're no longer tied to this earth. You're no longer tied to the temporary. You're tied now to the eternal. 더 이상 이 세상이 아닌 어, 영원한 것에 우리가 그것을 더 향해 가는 것입니다. And this is what it sounds like to be a man with nothing to lose. 아무것도 잃을 것이 없는 사람과 같습니다. And a man with nothing to lose has everything to gain. 아무것도 잃을 것이 없는 사람은 정말 많은 걸 얻을 수 있습니다. So the place we want to be at is boasting in our weakness where we acknowledge God, I don't have it, but you do. So take what you need, but leave me with your grace. 하나님 저는 아무것도 없습니다. 하나님께서 다 가져가셨지만 은혜만큼은 저에게 주시옵소서. You're never, you're never stronger than when you can boast in your weaknesses. 내 약함을 자랑할 때 그때가 우리는 가장 강합니다. In that moment, you find freedom, you find help, you find encouragement, 
you find prayer, and you find that that thing you think you're the only one dealing with, everybody around you is dealing with that too. 그 순간 우리 많은 격려와 또 자유를 느낄 수 있고 내가 혼자가 아니라는 것을 알수 있게 됩니다. The devil wants you to think you're alone and you're all by yourself and that something within you is broken. But when we boast in our weaknesses, we find that that's just not true. I'm not alone. I'm not the only one. We're all broken <laughs> and we all have a savior who's come to redeem and to fix and to heal us equally. 사탄은 우리가 혼자라고 믿기를 원하지만 우리가 약함 가운데 그것을 자랑하며 나아간다면 더 이상 나는 혼자가 아니라는 그런 사실을 깨닫게 됩니다. So I don't know what um, the culture is like in a GCCK service, but I want to do something that's maybe different. 제가 뭔가를 시도해 보려고 합니다. I figured I invited I was invited once I might not be invited back so I might as well 초대받은 김에 한번 해 보겠습니다. Um I thought we could take a moment to boast in our weaknesses. 저 약함을 자랑하는 시간을 가졌으면 좋겠습니다. And see if we can't find some freedom for the start of this new year together. 자유로워지기 원합니다. You stand to your feet. 일어서 주시겠습니까? And maybe I don't know if someone can play keys just while we pray in this moment would be nice too. Um, if you're going into this new year and you are a loved one is facing physical pain that you've maybe it's sickness, illness, infertility, loss, something chronic, maybe it's a diagnosis that has no cure. Would you just would you just raise your hand? 지금 여러분 삶 가운데 어, 자신이 사랑하는 사람이 고통받고 있는 사람이 있다면 손을 들어 주시겠습니까? Yeah, great. Um, if you're here this morning and you're facing a mental battle, challenges in mental health, depression, fear, anxiety, insecurity, thoughts that you have at night that keep you up that are painful. Just raise your hand. You keep your hands raised if your hands are. 같은 어, 정신적 고통이 있으신 yeah. 분들 손 들어 주시겠습니까? Yeah. If you're here this morning and there's an emotional hurt, a scar, a wound from a friend or from a loved one or from a family member, from a past relationship that ended poorly, would you raise your hand? If your hand is up, keep it up and we won't, we're going to add hands. We're going to add hands. And here's a hard one to admit in church, but it's okay. I'm the only one looking. If you have a spiritual pain, maybe a grudge against God or something unresolved in your heart, that you haven't dealt with, with with him would you just would you just slip your hand up 혹시 영적인 고통을 받고 계신 분들도 손 들어 주시겠습니까 if you were to look around you would see hands up across this entire room and yet the devil will tell you you're alone 이 방을 보시면 아시겠지만 여러분은 혼자가 아닙니다 and yet as i see it we're not alone 우리는 혼자가 아닙니다 we're in this together 우리는 다 함께 겪는 것입니다 and I hope as much as you might feel a little bit of nervousness admitting this in church, I hope that as you lifted your hand, you felt a sense of freedom as well. 조금 손을 드는 게 어려우셨을지 몰라도 손을 드는 순간 자유로워지기를 원합니다. This is the grace of confession. 그것이 은혜입니다. 고백의 은혜입니다. That when we confess our challenges, we take the weapon out of the hand of the enemy. 우리가 은혜로 고백을 할때 어, 사탄을 이겨내고 and we give it to our community. 바로 커뮤니티와 함께 흘러나가는 겁니다. And our community is the one who will stand with us, who will pray with us, who will fight for us 
day by day by day to see the healing and the freedom that God has as your inheritance as a son and a daughter and as a co-heir with Christ and as those who are redeemed by Christ's blood himself. You who were once far off, you have now been brought near to God. 하나님께 구원받은 아들과 딸로서 우리가 이 고통을 함께 나누면서 함께 자유로워짐을 경험하는 것입니다. So let's just pray. You can put your hands down. I know your arm is getting tired. And can you just join your faith with mine for your fellow brothers and your fellow sisters in the church today? As I pray. Father God, Lord, we love you. We are grateful for you. We are grateful that you are a God who sees us right where we are. You know every anxious thought that we have ever had. You know every broken heart we have ever experienced. You know how our bodies groan against us. And you know the parts of our heart that are stubborn against you. And so God, we boast in our weakness and say, we are not enough. But God, your grace is sufficient. So Lord, would you be generous with your grace this morning? Your healing grace over those facing sickness, illness, and disease. Your grace of freedom over those who can't sleep at night and battle with depression and anxiety, God, that you would release them. Your grace of forgiveness over the broken hearts in this room. And your restoring grace over those hearts that are turned hard against you. Holy Spirit, come now in this moment. Touch every heart and every mind. Prove to us that your grace is all we need. And that when we are weak, you show yourself strong. Let it be done according to your will and for the glory of your name. And that name that we pray is the name of Jesus. Can we all say amen together? Amen. Church, I pray that this year would be a year of blessing and favor and a resilient faith for you. I pray that God's power sustains you each and every day and that you step into greater levels of freedom as you draw nearer to him. 올한 우리가 하나님의 능력으로 이겨내는 믿음으로 살아가는 한 해가 되기를 정말 간절히 소망합니다. May God bless you and keep you this year. 축복드립니다. Amen. 감사합니다. Thank you Pastor AJ for that uh, faith-filled word. Um, and thank you everyone for joining our worship today.